0: And certainly the most intelligent member of the Utah Jazz.
2: Single Bell. Joe Ingles.
1: gets gives it back to Joe till the cop slams it in.
2: And yes, for the record, Joe wrote this introduction. Thunders! This is the Joe Ingles Show <coughs> with DJ and PK. Who? On 975-1280 The Zone. And the Zone Sports Network. The Joe Engel Show is brought to you by your hardworking friends at Mountainland Supply. For all your plumbing and irrigation needs, go to MountainlandSupply.com. Joe, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Great. How are you? I'm <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. We're pretty good. It's now, are, really, you really, I'm <laughs> are you really Are you really great or are you just messing with us, Joe? No, I'm really great. We were curious because we had you on last time and you said you didn't know a lot of details because Chris Paul was handling it all and, you know, you just trust the team reps and the the union head and all that. But now we've heard about these calls, 40 to 50 players on conference calls, getting details, getting questions answered. Are you part of that or are you still just kind of uh, letting everybody else handle it and going with the flow?
0: I am not a part of that. (laughs) I mean, all all the calls have been... um open I guess open to to all the players so um, a a link or whatever will get sent Um, I've been on some early ones Um, I've been on a lot of obviously team ones but um, been a little busy recently but um, yeah like I said we there's there's always someone from every team we get a, a text or an email with with talking points or whatever it is and um, see, so yeah, I, I leave it to my my trusted reps.
1: Do you have any idea if there'll be any players who will choose not to go?
0: Um, I don't. Uh, I mean, I don't for sure. No. Um, do I think there will be players that don't go? Absolutely. Uh, I think um, I think it was Worridge or someone tweeted yesterday that like, one of the concerns or the talking points was still for, for players. And, um, some people probably think it's ridiculous that we, that we worry about our own health and safety because we, um, I mean, I've had it. I've had when that statement came out about me not playing early on and then it got retweeted by some of your friends, um... Everyone, a lot of people, right, like, you get paid all this money, like, just go and play, which obviously they don't... Um, obviously have a good understanding of, of of what we, like... It's, I don't know, I could get into it way too deep and I'll get way too mad, but um, there's obviously still concerns. There's still stuff we don't know about it. Um, so do I think players, some players or, or a player won't go? Sure, out of the 22... 22 teams what is it 16, 17 per team give or take um, so I think there'll be at least one player for sure I think there will be yeah
2: So your situation seems a a little unusual here with your wife being pregnant. Uh, Are you going to be able to leave for the birth of the child? Have they talked to you about that? How has that worked? That seems like an unusual set of circumstances, but there've got to be a lot of people with unusual circumstances. This is, you know, yours.
0: Yeah. um, Well, we planned it really well um, that the pandemic would hit and the season would get pushed back three months, then we'd start again and then, Um, we're actually due in the end of November. So, um, I think the the last possible game of, I think they said game seven of the NBA finals would be like middle of October or something like that. So, um, yeah, we planned it really well timing wise. So regardless, I'll be with Renee at that time. Um, even if we do play in December and, and go back early, um, or whatever the date is for the next year. will obviously be in pre-season or something, but I'll, I'll be able to obviously be there. Um, there is, I'm sure, other pe- other players and, and other guys in different circumstances, but I'm sure there's other people that have um, kids due around that time or, or family or, or whatever the situation is. But um, I think one of the, the points and one of the things they're going to have to figure out, and I don't know if they have or not yet, is... It is people leaving? If if someone needs to fly out for their their mum or their dad or their, their, their wife or whoever it is, um, at the start we're not allowed like no one's allowed there except the players and the staff. So if someone was going to have a baby, they have to have to be able to let them go and see their baby. Obviously, I don't know what that means when they come back. They have to sit out when they come back. They have to quarantine. There's. Um, There's obviously got to be some kind of protocol around that because there's there's no doubt. I don't know everyone's personal situations, but I'm pretty confident um, someone's going to be in that situation at at this time.
1: So when you guys get down to Orlando next month, you'll have uh, two, three weeks of training before the season starts. Do you know if that training camp is going to be like the training camp that you normally have preceding a season, late September, early October? Um, Not really. Um, I don't know how much... I mean, I'm sure the coaches are obviously training and stuff for it.
0: Um, Again, one of the the weirdest things about this is just obviously the unknown in it all. And um, We've been doing a lot of individual stuff. I've I've been going into the facility, which I'm sure some people are really happy about. Um, And you just kind of build up. It's like from what I was doing a week or two ago to now is a lot more. Um, obviously, it's individual and by myself. I don't. Uh, I'm not breaking any rules. Don't worry. Um, but then we'll get. Obviously, it'll build up to more, and then it'll build up to whatever it is. Team practice or three on three or whatever it is. that then we'll just get into it. To a, um, five, and five and I think we'll. I mean, we we'll have to play. And 5 I think that's um, inevitable. need to, to obviously play games and get up and down the court with contact to, to get as ready as we can um, and we'll see what happens, I guess. I, I'm, I would hate to see Quinn's mind ticking over with all this time that he's had.
2: <laughs> so what kind of things do they have you doing now? What have you kind of scaled up to?
0: So I go in and, and lift, um, so I'm heading in there now.
2: Um, I'm actually sitting in a drive through coffee, so if I
0: have to put my order in. Everyone will hear what I'm going to have. Um, Go in and lift for for an hour or so, depending on whatever your schedule is um, or your program, and then on court for about 30 to 45, 50 minutes. um, I I do a lot of shooting. I run up and down. I've got a certain amount of laps up and down the court I need to get each week or each session, um, and that builds up over the time. So it's just a, a lot of different things.
1: So when you get together in July, will you be in a shape that is similar that you're normally in when you get together that the, in the regular training camp in September? Say that again, sorry. You cut out. When you get together in July, what will be your shape as far as being compared to the shape that you're in when you start usual training camp in September?
0: Well, I still probably won't have a six-pack. Um, I'll still definitely be slow. Um but I I don't know. It, it's really it's really hard to tell. Uh, I feel like um, I think I said it last week or the week before that, that I felt really good. Like I feel like I'm in a really good spot. I've I've got to lift more than I've ever kind of lifted consistently in a, in a, in a standard kind of block of, of time. Um, my fitness uh, like I said, I've been doing these, like, kind of links up and down the court, and and every time I do it, and, and the next week I'm doing up and, uh, a lap or two more, um, uh, I feel better and better each week. So um, the basketball's slowly getting back, too. I think, obviously, not, not having access to a corner more for so long, you, you just lose a bit of rhythm. So I've been, been getting a lot of shots up and stuff, um, which has been really good, but but... Uh, I think by, I mean, by the time the games come, I feel like I'll be obviously ready to go um I hope there's no media invited to the first practice because that might be a little bit ugly, but um yeah, I mean, I think everyone will be ready to go once that time comes because they uh, one of the big one of the big points or whatever has has been the uh the access to, to practice and all that to to make sure we're ready so um. They have to they have to give us the right amount of time because we, we we've gone from playing a pretty intense season of sixty whatever games and then just kind of stopping um, all of a sudden. So um, they, they've got to give us the right amount of time, and I, I think they've, they've put that into their obviously their protocols that they they will give us the amount of time to, to be ready.
2: We heard earlier in the week that they're considering a really uh, congested schedule for next season, more back-to-backs. They'll go back to four games and five nights, which they've been eliminating those over the last few years. Uh, and I, was say, I th- didn't
0: we just didn't we just work all that out and so didn't have to do that?
2: <laughs> well, the, the thing is they're trying to get the 82 games and the playoffs in with yeah. the late start, and they also want to finish in time to get the elite players off to the Olympics, you're obviously one of those. I expect you're going to be playing with Australia next year. And so I was just wondering, as you're yeah. talking about adding more muscle, I mean, you're getting ready to play in Orlando. That's a, but, but in the back of your mind, you've got to be thinking about starting July 31 and then going around the calendar to the Tokyo data. I think it's like July 23rd or something like that, Yeah, the start of the Olympics. So you're looking at... Wow, I don't know when in your career you will have played this many games in a 12- to 13-month period with your international play. Maybe you have, but th- this sounds like it'll be pretty intense on you physically.
0: Yeah, um, we've actually had some initial conversations about that. Um, it hasn't gone, obviously, too in depth of, of a plan or why exactly, but we've been um, our head of, kind of health and fitness and, and all that of... It came up because it's, it's a realistic thing. And like you said, and, and they know um, the judges have been unreal at supporting me and in letting me play as well and supporting me in playing with the national team. So they know I want to play. Uh, they know I will play. <laughs> um, but there has to be, obviously, some, some thought process and plan behind it. Because, like you said, I mean, it's um, I've played a lot of games before. I've... I've played a lot of games in my life but probably not in the amount of time that that is going to be this more or less like a a year time frame give or take Um, so yeah it has come up and and it's been talked about a little bit Uh, I'm sure behind the scenes they're doing a lot more kind of thoughts and and planning to it Um, but yeah I'm going to basically go into kind of whatever this part is finish that have a little break basically get back into pre-season and then that season will finish depending on, like you said, when it when it finishes and how many games we can get in and and, and how far we go with, with the Jazz. Um, and basically switch off there and, and go right to, to the Olympics, which is obviously a, a huge tournament for us and the way we've been playing and coming fourth the last two tournaments. It's a big one for us. And um, I want to be ready and raring to go for the Jazz, but also for, for that as well. So... Um, there'll be a planning process, and um, I'm not going to let... I don't want jazz fans to think I'm going to start like resting games and sitting out just to be ready for the national team. But um, there'll be a plan in, in place, I'm sure, and I'll um, listen to the, the professionals on it because um, I love playing for the jazz and then being out there, but I also love playing for my, for my country as well. So it's two, two very important teams that I, I love playing for.
1: So, the other night they had this jazz playback stuff, and it was some of your one of the games that you played that you played really well. Did you sit did back you watch and it? watch it? Of course, I watched it. I watched it when it happened, and I was amazed, and then I rewatched <laughs> it, and I was even more amazed. How about you? Did you watch it?
0: Uh, no, I did uh, haven't watched it. I, I was, we got into bed last night, and Renee was having a shower, and I was flicking through, and I saw that it, it was. Um, guys Phoenix or whatever it was last night and I literally watched like maybe two possessions um and then I played it off. So um no, I, I, I don't really we've we've watched some other film like I've talked about through through our team and, and stuff like that. I, I haven't watched I haven't just sat down and watched the game but um Mike Conley did inspire me the other day. We were yeah, I, I was on a call and he, He, obviously, Mike, is a headband guy. He put his headband on, so I yelled out to our equipment manager and he got me a headband. So I I practiced the other day with the headband on, which was pretty funny. Um, (laughs) But only, whatever, two people saw it, or three people saw it, or however many people were in the gym, Um, which for the NBA was the exact correct protocol that we were following. Um, But yeah, only a couple people saw it, and I don't think anyone will ever see it again, to be honest.
2: (laughs) We all want the white gauze. Come on, the white gauze, Joe.
0: <laughs> no, nah, uh, it's it's not happening
2: unless unless my eye gets
0: busted open again, like it did. Um, that was in. It wasn't pretty for it wasn't pretty for me. It wasn't pretty for my family, and it definitely wasn't pretty for anyone else. So.
1: But it was funny. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> I was lucky I didn't like get my eye touched out. That's what I was more worried about. <laughs> For sure yeah.
2: hey, as long as we're on the uh, subject of uh, health care, you and uh, Keybank partnered up to feed lunch, uh, give a free lunch to the frontline healthcare care workers at the 4th Street clinic uh, right downtown, not far drive by it come going to uh, yeah. to the arena all the time and they provide health care to the homeless population and and we know with your son why you've been so active, uh, in autism events, and I wondered why you chose, uh, to do something for the 4th Street Clinic.
0: Well, um, I, I, I think before, before Jake's diagnosis, we, we'd always wanted to, to give back as a, as a family. And I said it when I signed up, that it, it was way too much money than I, than I needed personally. I don't, I could, I can live a very basic life and, um, Obviously, I'm I'm not going to give it back, but I'm also mm-hmm. going to use it in the right way and, and try and help as many other people as possible. And um, I got a reminder the other day, it's, I think Sports Centre posted with, with Landon and the, the glasses and, and stuff like that. There's, there's always um, things we've done, and, and a lot of them have been behind the scenes, and I, I hope to keep a lot of them that way. But when autism came up, it was an easy focus for us because our son was affected I think anytime you're directly affected by something you you put all your effort and time and and anything you can into learning and researching and and trying to help others like I said we're in a very lucky position so if I can help other people um who can't afford the the services of of what an autistic child needs then then we're going to do whatever we can to help and um this was just another obviously it's a it's a crazy time in the world and uh, I think a lot of people. I think I think when Mike came out and and said what he said about what he would donated and, and what he'd done, it's, you don't want to just kind of jump at it the first day and 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 just to someone, or, or you want to find the right way and right way to do it. I thought that was something that could help, and um, obviously partnering with KeyBank, Bank, we, we were able to help a, a few different little businesses out um, just to keep them going um, in a in a really bizarre time in the world.
2: Well, Joe, as always, we appreciate a few minutes. Thanks for doing that. Thanks for coming on with us again, and we will talk to you again next week.
0: No worries. I couldn't think of anything better to do.